So the last time I saw today's guest was backstage at the London Beer and Barbecue Show when Sons of Daughters were opening up for the Rec Laws. Uh, Crystal's not here today, but we do have Jimmy. Love this guy, and he's checking in on the phone uh, with us at Country 104 right now. What's going on? Is this Weaver? It is. Jimmy, how are you, fella? Dude, I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. Well, I mean, like as good as you can in 2020. Like I spent 15 minutes cleaning the studio just so I was allowed in to talk to you. But other than that, just fine. You know what I'm saying? I feel special. I've never had a studio clean for, for me before. Oh, sheesh. Well, hey, radio studios get pretty nasty, buddy. So hopefully somebody <laughs> in, in the future cleans for you when you come to visit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's good to talk to you, dude. It's good to talk to you. I was thinking this morning uh, when the last time we spoke was, and I want to suggest uh, that was like way back in 2019. It feels like 20 years ago now uh, when you and I and uh, Crystal were backstage with the Rec Laws for that Western Fair show in London. You remember that? I do remember that. I remember the parking lots. I remember a whole bunch of things. That was a, that was good, dude. That was actually a great show. I remember it started to rain a bit, but uh, that was fun vibes. Yeah, you and the Reclaws on the same bill. I'd love to see that again, and, and, and who knows? Maybe one day you guys get to the top and Reclaws are opening for you. You know, we hope and, and cross our fingers for that type of stuff, right? Oh, man, we just love playing shows, dude. It's, it's all, they're a great band. and like We have fun uh, playing with them because people can come and see like a couple duos at a time, right? Two, two for one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how much do you miss shows? Is that your most missed thing in 2020? I, I don't know much about what you've been up to, man. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, I'm kind of like... It's weird. I, I think I'm a, an introvert that needs to balance himself out. Like, I, I love being in, in front of a computer and, and in writing rooms and working, but I need, but I, what I miss the most is like, like the balance. Like, I, I always was able to come out and like see my friends, go to the CCMAs and catch up with everyone I haven't seen in so long. And it was always that thing that keeps me charged and keeps me excited because it's, it's like the most exciting part part of it is for me is getting out and hanging with friends before and after shows and doing shows and seeing the crowd and just having that back and forth energy. And when you kind of pull that out, even though it's great that, yeah, you can do the computer stuff and recording and it's just, it feels incomplete. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. I feel like you're just describing me right now at the beginning of this whole thing. I was like, I got this. I've been training for this my whole life. Sit down, catch up on video games and books and whatever. And like six weeks in, it's like, where are these people I see every, you know, couple of weeks? And, you know, I just, it's just, uh, it eats away at you a bit. Dude, it's like one of those things where it's not fair to represent, like to say like, this isn't the way, the, the way it is. It's like we, you know, when I got into music, it was for a bunch of reasons. I was at a party playing you know my acoustic guitar and for someone was playing acoustic guitar handed it to me and i could barely do anything but i was like oh my god it's so cool there's people around we're all singing songs it's that social musical thing right and it's like when you pull that part out of it it's like yeah i'm so grateful to be in music but it's like it's it's yeah it's, i'm missing the favorite my favorite part yeah you know what else is weird too uh we we become so entrenched in the music industry on all sides of it you realize when the pandemic hits and you have to stay at home and only see your small circle of friends it's like well wait a second all my friends live in like cities across the country and you know i, I don't have anybody in my area anymore <laughs> Totally. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's not helpful when you're when you're at, not in a close radius. That's for <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, dude, I get that. I mean, I definitely feel that. And then, but I remember I was talking to somebody. I can't remember who, but I was talking about the fact that there's also been some silver lining stuff in in there too. Like, 
you know, for example, like I got, I got engaged in, um, recently and I like met the girl, like the girl of my dreams in January at the beginning of a pandemic. And we got, we really were forced to get to know each other and be in close quarters and like, see what, like, you know, how we would interact and be together in a scenario that was challenging. And it was like, we passed with flying colors together. So it was like, wow, like I, I kind of look at that as being a lucky or a good thing, you know? Yeah, no, that's fantastic. You kind of jumped me the, the gun on me uh, there, but congratulations, man. <laughs> and, I, and I love you say that as well because, you know, I've heard a lot about divorce rates skyrocketing and troubles in relationships, and, and I'm lucky enough at home uh, to have uh, been in a relationship that feels strengthened as well, you know what I mean? So I'm happy to hear you say Amazing. that. Dude, that's awesome. I'm happy for you too, man. I mean... I get it, right? Like, it's it can be a hard, challenging thing. If you go into something, you know, maybe you had some problems or, you know, and then this, mag- I think COVID times man- magnified everything. Yeah. If it was going well, maybe it magnified it. If it was not, magnified it. But there's, again, I think opportunities for people to go, hey, something's not working. Maybe we can, you know, maybe this is a, an, a, an opportunity while we have some time to ourselves to, to look at what we really want and maybe try a new strategy at a relationship. Yeah, I love the thought of thinking positively. I'm right on board with you. I've improved myself so much for the rest of my life this year. But on your side of things, sorry, just to jump back into music here, like, is there a little frustration? Because I know you guys got hit a little harder than most, right? Because uh, in January, you released your single, I Picture You. And for, for a band like you guys, that's gear up time. Like, it's get on the road time then. It's go see the radio stations time. And then, the, like, the rug got pulled out from under you a bit. And the single kind of got lost in the mix of everybody figuring out what was going on. Like, did you find that frustrating or... Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's always frustrating when you when you have some a plan in place and you're going to walk down that path, or you think you're going to walk down that path, and then you and then you're not able to. But I think that looking back on it, I also feel that anything Crystal and I do is going to be um, a part. It's going to be a chapter, another chapter in our book. So you le- if you read any good story, there's ups and downs, and there's like, you know, if it's always up, you don't appreciate it when when it you know until it comes down and then when when you've had some downs you really appreciate the up so i look at everything as like a, a, a kind of a part of a bigger picture and i picture you get it I like what you just did with that there. Wow. Man, I think people are going to appreciate this conversation a bit. You're sounding like a philosopher a little bit. I'm I'm starting to realize why every single person I talk to is like, oh, yeah, I was in a writing room with Jimmy the other day. Oh, Jimmy's great. You know, I hear this all the time, man. Oh, thanks, dude. (laughs) You know what? I love I love writing songs, man. Like I get up, I'm like a little kid. I like get my coffee and I go to my thing and, you know, I try – you know, it's hard, like, sometimes you got to focus on the business, but I'll be honest, man, I like to surround myself with as much creativity. And so working with, like, artists is, like, one of the best things. I can only write so many, you know, Sons of Daughter songs with Crystal. It's like, you know, before, you know, like, I want, you know, if you're writing a song every day, it's like, you got to have some cool people. So I've been fortunate to, you know, work with some great artists, you know, like, um, you know, you know, I've got... We've got songs with Tay Bay right now on the radio. Yeah, happened on a Saturday night. That's on the radio. You got a shot at number one with a writing credit on that one, man. Oh, dude, thanks. I hope so, man. That would be that would be awesome. But you know, Tay Bay's been amazing. You know, there's another thing. You know, during these times, like I've had time to really sink in and dig dig in with Tay Bay. I think, you know, I think he's got I got five songs coming out on his new EP, and you know, like it's been awesome to be to be able to you know have a small circle of people that you can go deep with and. You know, Tebe has been an awesome guy, you know, to be able to work with. You know, 
you know, our boy Aaron Allen, you know, I got to write with him the other day. I love that you just name dropped that because I I was waiting to jump in with that. Aaron just won the rising star up in here, and he's told us a bunch of times how he's been writing with you. Dude, I'm so proud of that guy. He's a stud. He's like, he's just uh, has like, you know, whenever whenever we get into a room together, he's always got such a positive attitude, and he's got good ideas. Like, he's like, I'm like blown away how far he's come as a songwriter, and yeah, so it's cool to see him get some nods and some respect. He's at that tough point now where it's what next, but uh, hang on a second. Uh, we you know, we got to talk a little bit about Sons of Daughters here, not just Tebe and, and Aaron Allen. We'll give them their own interviews another time, all right, here? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's just check back in. We're here with Jimmy from Sons of Daughters. Uh, he and Crystal form uh, Sons of Daughters. Uh, they were CCMA Rising Star nominees the other day, buddy. Uh, Tennille Ard speech you, but, uh, you know, as they always say, just to be on the ballot, giddy up. Oh, dude. Yeah, Tennille Ard's a badass. You know, I, like, I, I'm okay to lose to Tennille. That's fine. <laughs> How weird yeah, is it man, that we have cool. two Tennilles in country music right now? Like, what are the chances? The, yeah, the shit, you know what? We should just... Been- just throw a third in there. Maybe I'll like, do an <laughs> yeah, alter yeah, ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It, it might work. You never know. You never know. Just me- just mess with everything. I'll get then maybe I like you know the, the new Tennille will start to get the credit from it, the other ones through <laughs> osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm off topic a bit here. Let's go to the let's go to the song. So you and Crystal just put this out. Uh, we're we're back into the swing of things now. Yeah, you know the music industry's kind of got its legs under it, and you guys are ready to go again with this one. Uh, Drinks well with others. The first thing I want to say is to fans, uh, they won't find this on the 2019 EP Love in a Bar. Uh, you also won't find I picture you on that. EP. So now you've caught and caught two singles um, without a home. Basically, are you leading to something here? Yeah, I can't help but do that. I need to open up. I want to open up a CD. I don't care if they kill the CD. I'm, I always want to pull the cellophane off and look at the credits, like like I did since I was a kid. So yeah, we're working towards something. We we'll package it together uh, when we get. Um, we've got way more than enough songs, but I think it's just a matter of um, committing to uh, going all the way with a few of them. Then we'll package it up. Sonically, the song uh, catches me every time, and I find I'm singing it afterwards. Uh, does this kind of, you know, signify the larger body of work? Or I, I know you guys kind of did something a little different than we're used to with your radio singles with this one, uh, but is this going to be kind of a, a signature of what's to come? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I had the honor of uh, producing the previous songs, like Ain't Gonna Be Lonely Long, you know, I picture you, those songs with my buddy Brad Hill. Actually, I'm going to Brad's right after this. Um, he's a killer producer. He's produced stuff from Aaron Morris and Brothers Osborne. And um, I learned a lot from him. And during COVID, it was kind of an opportunity for me. You know, we, we wanted, we didn't want the, the engine to stop. So we wanted to keep shoving kind of coal into it. And so I was doing demos of some of the songs that I really liked uh, for for the band. And we, you know, we kind of felt that this, the sound of this one was kind of right on it. So I just took it, I, you know, I talked to Ron and uh, we decided, yeah, let's put this out. So I just, I produced this one by myself and I feel like we kind of gives us like a, um, kind of brings back a bit of like, you know, like country into our sound, you know, like I feel like there's like a hybrid thing that we, I, you know, we started off with a lot more, um, you know, programming in our sound and sort of a pop country fusion and I felt like this one is a little bit more just, uh, you know, more of a classic approach to putting a, so- a country song together. And I'm just excited about it, man. I think it's so catchy, and I think I feel like it's, like, a fun song, and uh, I'm ho- I hope people dig it. And, like, 
it's uh yeah it's just it's cool to have it out i love releasing music and getting getting it out to everybody i'd love if people dig this one too and continue to request it because i'd love to see more of this direction from sons of daughters not that i didn't like the old stuff but i just know how musically talented you guys are and how how far you can spread your wings you know what i'm saying thanks dude i yeah i'm totally with you i want to uh I want to kind of like go across the spectrum and be able to, that's what I love about Crystal and I is that we come from so many different places. I mean, we love, you know, like we love, we love metal, we love pop, we love R&B, we love all these things, but we have a heart for country music. So we're like, we can't help but be influenced. So, so when we, you know, it's so fun to try something different and go, wow, this is cool. I'm with you, man. I want, I want to have more guitars. I want to have like riffs and just, it's a, it's a, it's a good time. It's the way I see our live show. Uh, going to the next level. Too. It's important. It's important to think of the live show with that type of stuff. But do you ever find it difficult then? Like, I'm a man of indecision, so if I have too many influences, I'll just second-guess myself all day. Like, we could have done... Like, with one song, you could go, like, 52 million directions. You know what I mean? I know. You know what I do? I, I know a lot of producers have... They, you know, they'll say they have this grand vision of the whole thing. I'm different. I, I don't. I start off with a kick drum, and then I put a snare drum in, and then I, you know, I'll build this track... And it's one thing after the other. Like, it's like moving through a maze. That's like, when I get to the next corner, is it left or right? Uh, can I trust my instinct? And so it comes together from a bottom-up kind of level. So the song, when at the end of it, I'm just as surprised as you are, you know, where it ends. It's like, it kind of ends up. But I'm using my instincts to get it there. So it's kind of a, I don't know. I, I feel like we, we kind of ran into something here, so I might chase a bit more of this kind of guitar-driven stuff. I like it. Hey, I could talk music with you all day. I, I, I won't keep you too much longer. But just on that topic, because I love asking the producers and the, and the people that are in the writing rooms, uh, do you feel that pull, like we discussed right now, the different angles you can go on a song, do you feel that pull in country music in general? There are so many different facets of the genre that there, there, there must be just so many ways you can go with this. Right. Yeah. I kind of let um, the song dictate the, you know, the, the production. So like the style of music, I guess. But like, does the artist think, dictate it as well? Because, you know, the artist has got to yeah. be able to fit the tune, too. It, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, like, for example, like I've been playing a lot more guitar lately. So it's like inevitably these guitar riffs will start to come off. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like I picture you. That sounds like kind of. I don't know, that sounds swampy and nasty, and I'll chase that down. And then it's like, you can't go back. You're not going to start put, you know, making it sound delicate and stuff when you're looking for a rock song that's about drinking beers on a Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that, uh, do you but, think that country continues to uh, along the pop side, or do you think more of those guitars come in? I know guys like Corey Marks are really trying to do that stuff right now, you as well. Uh, what, do you, what do you see in the future here? Yeah, I mean, I think there'll always be an ebb and flow, and I, I think the best thing to do is not to chase the trend, because when the trend, by the time the trend, you get good enough at that trend, it's changed, it's already changed, right? Whereas if you kind of, I think it's to chase your, your authenticity as an artist. Nobody can do it like you, right? Like, yeah. we're the only people that can do Sons of Daughters, right? If we try to be like another band... We're only ever going to be the second best version of that. And it's like we can, we can be the best version of ourselves and use ourselves as a baseline and try to grow and, and stuff like that. So I think it's just about being honest with what Crystal and I are feeling. Like right now we're feeling kind of rebellious and we feel like misbehaving. So <laughs> there's going to be some, some raucous songs coming. Yeah, I think a lot of people would echo that sentiment here in 2020, buddy. Like, you know, <laughs> I think it sums it up pretty well. Yeah, dude. 
Dude, it's been great to talk to you here today. Uh, Jimmy from Sons of Daughters. We'll get Crystal on next time, but don't forget that new single, Drinks Well With Others, is out now. And, uh, of course, you can check the back catalog, too, uh, whenever you like. Sonsofdaughters.com, thanks for being here, man, and, and stay in touch, all right? All right, Doc, sounds good. Take care, man. Okay, man, you too. Cheers.